Hey, y'all, I'm Jimmy Carroll, and you probably know me from MTV's longest-running show, The Challenge. Buckle up and get ready for this unfiltered podcast because I'm covering everything from my time on MTV to pop culture to what happens when you stop being polite and start getting real. Listen to Just Jim wherever you get your podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? I do! The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names in the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you're going to take home with you. Suck zone. (laughs) Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about going to Blockbuster, picking out a movie, and not being able to watch it because your house was destroyed by a tornado and you don't have a TV (laughs) anymore. Oh, no. No. <laughs> On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me as always, two dudes who partied hard last night. One of them was probably the drunkest one in the place. Sean Pryor and AJ Vens. I won't tell you who's who. How the heck are you? Sean, you were gone last night, bro. I was just on one, dude. Yeah. Too many twisted teas. Everybody was like, dude, make sure Sean takes an Uber. Yeah. Everybody said that. Everyone was saying, wow, Sean, just like, you don't drive. I was was trying to fight people. Yeah. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But wait. Don't imply that I tried to fight somebody. Okay? <laughs> oh wait. What do you mean? <laughs> no. Oh, it was AJ. AJ was the one. <laughs> I mean, you don't remember that? You tried to fight that dude. You that's were, not true. You were a tornado through that. Place. Oh. Uh, Actually, I hope all the listeners someday will get a chance to see AJ at that level because he's just kind of like, hey, hey. <laughs> he just kind of like, hey, this permanent smile just kind of bumbles around. I know. Loses his balance every once in a while because he's so tall. Yep. All right, man. It's like, hey, he's just having a great time. So Zach, if you you were concerned uh shout out to zach shout out to um, Zach. had a great time partying with him uh he's maybe the most interesting person we've ever met yes <laughs> and i'm sorry you had to see me that way but kind of not sorry so Dude, he was like uh you're you asked him you're like hey what do you like you want another dream he's like i won't go home <laughs> like, I remember him saying, is that right he's like i won't i won't go to sleep okay <laughs> and he said well here's a drink <laughs> yep, i probably did L. (laughs) Well, boys, on today's episode, we discuss yet another Mother Nature natural disaster movie made in the 90s. A movie that taught us all that tornadoes sound exactly like grunting Sasquatches. (laughs) A movie nominated for two Oscars, the first movie ever released on DVD. We are, of course, talking about 1996's Twist Dare. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. And if you're new to this podcast, we're going to be reviewing Twister scene by scene with a modern eye. Strap yourselves in. But in order to do that properly, we got to talk about it with pure nostalgia first. AJ, tell us the first time you saw this movie, what your thoughts were and what your, you know, nostalgic rating is was. Was, 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 is, um, I, this movie was a weird fever dream Mm -hmm. for me. I didn't get it to be completely honest. I didn't understand it. I knew that there was tornadoes in it and I was watching it and I didn't care about 
any character. <laughs> and then I saw a flying cow and I was like, that's really sad. <laughs> and that's how I felt about this movie. Like when I was younger, everyone's like, Twister, we have to watch Twister. I didn't understand it a lot. I'm going to give this movie a 4.8. 4.8 for age, nostalgically. Sean, how about you, man? Uh, yeah, I remember watching this. For the first time, I believe, just like Saving Private Ryan, at my uncle's like uh, trailer, he had a bunch of land and was like a horse trainer or something like that. I don't even know. We I haven't talked to him since. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. But it was like a, in a in a kind of a small town, and there was a lot of like we were watching this movie the first time I saw it with like storms outside. Oh wow! And so I was scared shitless of this movie, but on subsequent watches, I uh, really dug it. I love Bill Paxton, um, and I just thought it was a cool. Cool action adventure movie. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.3. 6.3. I'll tell you what. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll explain a bunch of, let's talk weather that you've been involved with uh, on the Patreon episode after this, but Mm. I'll just give you a short list. I, I was almost struck by lightning. I was almost engulfed by water spouts on a beach at one point. I saw a funnel cloud forming above my head one time when these are all happening when I'm little. I was so scared of storms. Yeah. So scared of storms, and this movie did nothing to help my fear of I storms. Bet. And so I, I, other than buying the soundtrack, which we'll talk about later, <laughs> I own the soundtrack. <laughs> I listen to the soundtrack nonstop, and we'll talk about that later. But but other than that, I, I'm a four on this. Oh. Like, I did not like this movie the first wow. time I saw it. Yeah. Okay. We got an executive producer today, Starling. He says, the Twister movie triggers so much nostalgia for me. This was one of the genre-redefining movies of 1996, like Scream, Happy Gilmore, Fargo, Space Jam, The Birdcage, Romeo and Juliet, hell, even The Craft. Hollywood was starting to do things differently, and along comes Twister. Twister wasn't really a disaster film. It was a lot like Tremors, but instead of fighting the same worms in different scenarios, we got to battle the same baddie, a tornado, but in varying degrees of severity, form, and scenarios. We have jumpers and the twin water spouts. We fight in fields and movie theaters, mixing it up as mixing it up to keep us guessing what the next battlefield would look like. Everyone went to see this movie for one thing, and it wasn't the story. You cannot kill a tornado. That's how this, <laughs> that's not how the story ends. We all wanted to see how much shit they were going to fling through the air and destroy with cyclones of destruction. I remember Helen Hunt was the draw, and if you skipped Apollo 13, as I had, you remembered Bill Paxton as the amazing Lothario wannabe in True Lies. Mm. Now a former storm chaser turned meteorologist. But the breakout star of this movie was hands down the Dodge Ram. Gentlemen, I am not a car guy, but I can tell you that this this movie at the time felt like it was one big advertisement for Dodge's latest body style. Uh-huh. A lot of vehicles were taking big leaps forward in redesigns at this time. Camaro, Firebird, Mustang. Mm. Then Dodge introduced theirs to the world with this film. I made friends with a dude who had who had this new red Ram and it was like he owned the Batmobile. <laughs> Any scene when they were stuck in that truck you just knew they were going to be safe. <laughs> this movie should have been called Dodge Ram versus the Twisters. <laughs> this was very much an eight for me at the time we watched it over and over again all my family and friends saw the flick with me so he's high but that brings us up just a little bit of 5.78 for us oh. nostalgically so that's gonna take us pretty low guys that is it's about almost bottom 15 that is slightly better than bill and ted's excellent adventure slightly worse than roger rabbit that's how we felt about it nostalgically okay okay how you feel about that 
you know, okay. you know, it doesn't really matter. It really honestly yeah. doesn't matter because we're going to strip that away. It's and fine. we start with Sean. He hooks us up with all the pertinent, important details of the movie. What do you got, man? All right, here we go. Produced by Ian Bryce, Michael Crichton, Kathleen Kennedy, and Steven Spielberg. Written by Michael Crichton and Anne-Marie Martin. Cinematography by Jack N. Green. Uh, he also did Unforgiven, Rookie of the Year. Metallica song? Girl inter- yes, Girl Interrupted, uh, Speed 2, oh. and 51st Dates. Oh, wow. Music by Mark Mancina. Uh, he also did the, the, uh, the panned Space Mutiny, which is also it's like a, a good, bad movie um, that uh, Mystery Science Theater, they did an episode on it. It's really fucking Can I fun. stop you right there? When yeah. you say good, bad movie, does that mean it's, it's an enjoyable bad movie? Yes. As opposed to bad, bad good, good movie? movie. Right. Meaning yes. like it's a good movie, but you just don't like it kind of thing? Right. Okay. The opposite of that. Yes. So when it's like the yeah, no, when people say yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Or no, yeah. Okay. I just oh, want... no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. He also did Training Day. Uh, oh. Training Day. Uh, Speed, Bad Boys, and Con Air. Okay. So he's, he's just a part of our show. Yes. Mark Mencina. Yeah. Uh, directed by Jan DeBont. Cast, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxson, Carrie Elways, Jamie Gertz, Lois Smith, uh, Todd Field, Joey Slotnick, Wendy Josepher, Jeremy Davies, Gregory Sporletter, Zach Greiner, Patrick Fischler, <laughs> Anthony Rapp, Jake Busey, Alan Ruck, Sean Whalen, and Arpish. Yep. Paul, uh, Philip Seymour Paul, Hoffman. Paul, 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 Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> when writing the script, husband and wife duo Michael Crichton and Anne Marie Martin were inspired by a television documentary about storm chasers. The writers felt that that sort of storyline would add a lot of drama and very exciting action in a movie. On top of that, the couple couldn't help themselves and added in a storyline that the main characters who were going through a divorce, a la His Girl Friday, eventually come together as a force of nature against a force of nature. (sighs) Steven Spielberg's production company, Amblin Entertainment, was interested in the script, and with the partnership of Warner Brothers and Universal Studios, the project was off and running. Spielberg was originally going to direct the film, as well as James Cameron, Robert Zemeckis, John Badham, and Tim Burton were uh, interested. However, Jan DeBont, coming off of the success of Speed, was chosen for the man for the job. Tom Hanks was attached to play Bill in the film, but didn't want to do an action movie at the time, opting instead to helm the incredibly lovable, and we will cover that thing you do. Mm. Helen Hunt was attached to the film Broken Arrow, but opted to star in (laughs) Twister instead uh, replacing Laura Dern, who declined the offer to star. Ooh, Laura Dern as that as that character would worked. I think it would worked. Yeah, she I do anything. love Helen Hunt in this. I do too. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, Laura Dern's on my shirt. Famed '90s script doctor and filmmaker Joss Whedon was on set for rewrites and touch-ups, but had to leave a couple of times due to coming down with bronchitis and then subsequently coming down with a case of getting married. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, Steven Zalian then came on set to replace Whedon. <laughs> Principal photography began in May of 1995 and was originally set to film in California, but director Jan DeBont insisted on taking the production to the heart of Tornado Alley in Oklahoma. The real town of Waukita, Oklahoma, was used for the setting in the film, and the extras in the scene were paid $100 a day for their services. After a major shift in topography uh, to the state of Oklahoma, the production had to move to none other than Eldora, Iowa, just outside of College Town Ames. Iowa for the uh, it was uh, Ames, Iowa for the ending of the climactic scene involving the monstrous. F-5. I heard that house is still there and like all the the damage is just still everywhere. Oh really? Like, it's like a tourist place. Oh that's really? cool. I heard that. We need to look. We should go out there. Oh we yeah, should we should go. Out. Look, we're here. 
And then that's and the, then we leave. And yeah. then we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we get something to eat now? <laughs> Food. <laughs> Food. Food. Filming an active tornado alley in a very active time of the year would prove to be a bit tumultuous for the cast and crew. Experiencing some delays due to weather, producer Kathleen Kennedy would say, we're making this movie about unstoppable forces of nature, while, tr- while right in front of us is that exact thing stopping us from doing it. In the production, it is truly all about controlling chaos, and when in nature, it really is one of the biggest things things you cannot control. Bill Paxson and Helen Hunt were temporarily blinded from an extremely bright light made to light key scenes during a lot of the scenes to be worked on by ILM, creating the tornadoes for the film. The two stars would also receive hepatitis shots after filming in a particularly unsanitary gulch. Gulch and hepatitis. It's just yeah. in the same sentence. Yeah. Some of the <laughs> some of the camera crew would walk off set only five weeks into filming, claiming director Jan de Bont was demanding was a demanding madman. The original cinematographer, who was uh, uh, David Burgess, I think, uh, walked off the set when Jan de Bont went into a fit of rage and knocked over some lights, claiming that his crew was taking way too long after setups. Uh, it was like a, a story that. Uh, the crew was filming one thing this way, and then uh, Jan de Bont said cut and wanted to film like the shot reverse oh shot. My God. And it's like you know, you like you have this setup, you get do all it. those scenes done, and then you reverse shot yes. and get all those scenes done. But he wanted to do it like back to back. Uh, eventually, the cinematographer's replacement Jack Green would walk off the film as well after the collapsible set for Aunt Meg's house. Uh, was set to collapse with Green still inside, giving him a concussion, leaving Jan de Bont to eventually shoot the rest of the f- movie himself, uh, which Jan de Bont is a experienced cinematographer yes. doing Die Hard Did and a fun. lot of, a lot of uh, Paul Verhoeven movies. Mm. Twister was released on May 10th, 1996, and on a budget of $70 million, the film was, uh, was the year's second most earning release of the year behind Independence Day, Ooh. taking in a whopping $495.7 million at the box office. The film was also nominated for Best Sound and Best Visual Effects, yep. but lost both to Independence Day. And there is a sequel that is either shot or being shot, but... Uh, until Hollywood can get their heads out of their asses ah. and uh, pay the writers and actors a living wage, we might not ever see it. Yeah, Sean. Fuck you guys. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you also hear what one of the taglines was supposed to be for this movie? Yes. Do you, do you got a guess at it all? Don't, or do you know? Don't get it's supposed to be Twister. It, it sucks. sucks. <laughs> and and, and they, the producers felt that it worked too much to the advantage of disappointed critics and audiences. <sighs> Good call. It, I don't. Why? <laughs> Disappointing. To We're trying to draw in the thirteen to fourteen year olds. It, you know? sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Speaking of what does not suck, we got to talk about a sponsor today. I don't know if I told our main listeners this, but I recently had a melanoma re- removed from my skin. They tested it; it was cancerous. All good now, but aside from the huge gigantic scar I have, uh, I've been obsessed with taking care of my skin. I've realized all the damage that sun age has done to my skin, especially my face over the years. Fortunately, our friends, our sponsor today, called Dara Lab, came yeah. into my life to help out. Their products are clinically proven and help visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Don't miss out on joining the skincare revolution trusted by countless men. You'd cause 
You co- <laughs> Use code CONFUSED at CalderaLab.com to enjoy an exclusive 20% off their finest products. Simplicity is the key here. Caldera Lab created a high-performance men's skincare products. The regimen leans it off. It's called the regimen. Twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Easy-to-follow directions. Yep. Incredible products. You start with the clean slate. It's a balancing cleanser that uses gentle plant-based cleansing, leaves the skin types refreshed. Then you hit the icon that addresses the three most com- Common skin concerns on the oh, eye. Okay, fun. It doesn't help with speaking, but it helps with the fine. It helps with the fine lines, dark circles, puffiness that are under my eyes. I noticed an instant difference yeah. when I use that stuff. Yep. Then you move on to the base layer. That's a nutrient dense, fortifying moisturizer that hydrates your skin, absorbs fast, and then the good. Mm. This is clinically proven multifunctional serum that helps your skin look tighter and smoother, as well as helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. Every drop of this serum has three four million antioxidant units protecting your skin. Whoa. Caldera Lab is made from top tier ingredients and is a great addition to your daily routine, taking less than a minute, morning and night, and here to reduce all of those terrible signs of getting old. You got to get your 20% off with code CONFUSED at calderalab.com. That's 20% off. Calderalab.com. Code CONFUSED. Elevate your skincare game this summer with Caldera Lab. AJ, you need to elevate this podcast from this ad read I just did. Mm. And we got to talk critics, fans, ratings. Let's do this. Let's Honest. do it. Honest. All right. Speedy segue. Today. You like that? Speedy segue. <laughs> it's like I'm shot out of a cannon or it's something. It's like you're shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Those to- tornadoes, you know what they throw around? Cows and the tomato meter. Grills. <laughs> Splats on the tomato meter. Not quite, guys. Not quite. Uh, we are at a 63% on the tomato meter. Okay, now, uh, okay. That's not a splat. But of, of all the movies we have done, that is tied with The Sandlot, Uncle Buck, and Back to the Future 2, per the critics. All great movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Audience is uh, not quite there for them. 58%. Whoa. And then uh, uh, 6.5 at IMDb. Tied with the Santa Claus, Home Alone, and Basketball. Really? <laughs> wow. Per the movies we've done. This is gospel. I would love to see this and the Santa Claus together in one night. <laughs> Magical <laughs> night. That is not a double feature. That's not it, AJ. Uh, how about this? Uh, Mick LaSalle over at the San Francisco Chronicle gave it 100 out of 100. He said, it's hard to dislike a picture with flying cows and oil trucks. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, we also have... Well, let's let's go let's let's go for yes I like this one uh, this is a thirty eight from Barbara Shulgasser mm. uh, she said big swirls of computer generated dirt a bickering couple and the dead certainty that the fiance will leave and the bickers will get back together <laughs> it's an exciting night out or what. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, J- Jonathan Rosenbaum said the engineering of the special effects is fairly impressive, and the sight of so many objects and creatures being uh, buffeted about carry about carries a certain ap- apocalyptic splendor. Okay. okay. Uh, Roger Ebert, last one for you guys. He said uh, he gave this a sixty-three out of a hundred. Uh, he said, "You want loud, dumb, skillful, escapist entertainment? Twister works. You want to think?" Then think twice about seeing it. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! I, 
A hundred percent agree. Yeah. One thousand percent. I'm going to start high with these. I got three of them for you. Let's roll. Ten out of ten uh, in November uh, 29, 2021. Uh, Stephanie Brush said, when you used to tell me that you chased tornadoes deep down, I thought it was a, just a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. That's, that's a good line. An ex-wife, ex-husband accompanied by his new boo and their team. Uh, they raced to track one of the most deadliest storms only to have so many close calls. Ugh, this is an epic 90s movie that still holds up more than ever. The effects, A++. The acting, A++. The story plot, A++. Damn. The chemistry, the cast has... Uh, what uh, that chemi- The chemistry the cast has with each other makes this movie a cast full of lovable, lovable family faces. Familiar faces. Wow, none of us can talk about it. <laughs> this movie still leaves me at the edge of my seat. This is another movie I'll hold close to my heart. Is the like R.I.P. Bill Paxton? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the oh, I just love this. Is that like in the review? Yes. She like, says uh, 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 what a great seriously. Uh, uh, yeah. U G H U G H H. Okay. Yeah. And she so really means uh, it. Yeah. That's some exacerbation right there. You yeah. Know? It's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going down to two out of ten. This is simply titled The Suck Zone. <laughs> this is legitimately one of the worst movies I have ever seen, some, somewhat reminiscent of Battlefield Earth. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> the relationship between Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt is cringy at best, and the movie is just so drawn out. I was wishing it was over around 45 minutes in. And and thought at least two hours had passed already. <laughs> the one redeeming feature of this movie is Philip Seymour Hoffman's clearly drug-fueled performance, <laughs> as in parentheses, uh, where he delivers some of the best dialogue, including an innuendo-laced lecture about the suck zone <laughs> to his colleague's girlfriend. Unfortunately, this movie falls into a Category 5 suck zone. Ooh. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Wow. Take that. Take that. That's the Vegeta scale. Yeah. <laughs> Last one, guys. 10 out of 10. Let's jump back up. Uh, Daniel Wright had this to say uh, in January of 2023. Called it a masterpiece. He says... It had to have been one of the riskiest decisions for the game company Hasbro to license one of their (laughs) (laughs) films directly to a movie Without having creative control. (laughs) Son of a bitch. But it worked out completely fine in the end. (laughs) This film was so popular that the sales for Hasbro exploded (laughs) to astronomical amounts over the following year. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Uh, this can be compared uh, to a similar film by the name of SpongeBob and Tehran, uh, as both films were risky endeavors for the companies uh, that that owned their properties to indulge in uh, to indulge in. But this is completely fine due to the fact of not only both of the companies succeeded from their opportunity, they also won in quick cash. All right. Thank you. Good job, Hasbro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Hasbro. I love that game. Oh. Let's go see the movie. Let's make a movie out of it. <laughs> Wait a second. When do they play Twister? <laughs> well, my dudes, it's summer in the Midwest, and that means thunderclouds 
Inside those thunderclouds, warm, humid air rises while cool air falls, causing spinning air currents inside the cloud. I see. Starting out horizontal, they can begin to turn vertical and drop down to the ground, causing a tornado. And we need to chase it. Oh. Welcome to the suck zone. Yeah. Here we go. So scene one, the movie opens with a young girl named Joe watching her father taken by a terrifying tornado. 27 years later, Joe is a tornado obsessed meteorologist who leads a ragtag team of storm chasers. Jones, Jones, Joe's estranged yeah. husband, Bill Harding, <laughs> travels to Oklahoma with his fiance, Melissa Reeves, to ensure that Joe signs their divorce papers. When he arrives, his former team shows him Dorothy, which is a prototype that could revolutionize tornado research. I this I, intro, bro. It's the music is fucking terrifying. That like that like low like you know like yeah, whatever the sound that is yeah. is crazy. But also accompanied by the sound of the tornado is just fucking hilarious to me now. Right? Because like I feel like I feel like this movie was made for people that don't live in the Midwest and have never heard a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it it is fucking terrifying. If my dumbass kid self would have just realized, dude, that's pretty fake. Yeah, you've heard a thunderstorm before. Right, you've seen a tornado before. It's not that. It doesn't sound like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie makes it so goddamn scary. Yeah. I so I. I've come to uh, really enjoy movies where they make uh, they make a monster out of like a storm. Yeah, like so. This is the antagonist of the movie, correct? Right? It basically, the, the tornado is, is, right? it is. It, it is, okay. and so it, it's it's the faceless. You can't kill it. You can't do anything to stop this. It just it has to run itself out, right? And I love movies like that. I really love movies like that. Like one of my favorites to just kind of revisit is uh, the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very much a similar, similar thing where it's like the weather is almost treated like a monster. You have to get inside. We have to get away from it. And you're, you're it's chasing you. Can't you can't do anything to end it. So you, you have to get away from it. Correct. I want to add correct. one in there too. hurricane heist. Hurricane. Is, is, okay. Like, it starts off with like the hurricane like blows through something and then. Like killed. It's like it's basically the start of this movie too. It's yeah. like some someone's dad dies, and uh, after it's, it's after it like goes away, there's like a skull in the clouds. God <laughs> damn it! You damn can't it. do that. You can't uh, do that. It was so that. good. Watch that fucking fatality. Movie. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> Flawless victory. If yeah. they if they didn't get that dog in that, oh, in that dude, I kept thinking that. I was like, I couldn't remember. Yeah, fu- I couldn't. He couldn't either. I was like, I was like, if this dog dies. I'm going to shut the movie off and w- tell the guys I stopped. And, <laughs> yeah. then, and then the dad dies, and I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Isn't that, isn't that so messed up that, like, that you're like, nah, her dad died. What an idiot. Get that uh, fucking dog in there. Get the dog in there. Well, oh. they're like, they got everyone in there. You know, the dog dog got in there. We're all like, yeah. oh, 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 okay, thank God. They're just going to like, okay, Puffer, all we got to do is just kind of wait this out, sit here, and uh, I don't know, play some card games or something yeah. like that. The dumbass goes up to the door Why for are you no going up fucking to the door? reason. He's just like, ah, I got it. I got. Oh, I don't got it. Oh, I don't got it. It's like what? And then they're just like watching him. They're just like, 
and they're fine back there. <laughs> no, and which is which is a thing about tornadoes. The lowest point you can get to right. will generally be the safest. Like yeah. look at them later on when they're in that hole in the mechanics yeah. office. Like they're fine. Yeah. So this this dad, we talk about a lot of dumbass dads, like in Batman, the dad's just yes. like, get away from where the cabs are. Let's go to the alley. Yeah. To get, to get <laughs> go to the dark, scary this, alley. <laughs> this dad that lives in Oklahoma that clearly gets like the most tornadoes of any yeah. fucking state. D- does zero maintenance on his storm shelter. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's like a little fucking gate. He's like, oh, man, we haven't had to use this in 18 years. Like, uh. what? no, you used this yesterday. Yeah, probably. Exactly. And you realized yesterday, you're like, oh, that was a close call. I should have fixed that lash. I, I better add that to the checklist. <laughs> but then, yeah, duh. All they had to do, let's say that door rips off. You're fine. It's there's going to be like yeah. stuff blowing around, but you just get over your family, huddle on them, and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Also, we all know that when tornadoes come, they have their own sort of environment within them because it's just lightning storm and lightning storm inside of a tornado. <laughs> it's just flashing and flashing and flashing. And like, yes, it's dramatic for the film, but it's like that's not, not typically. Like that. Yeah, it's no, not like that's that. not really how it goes. <laughs> I like this introduction. I do. Um, and then, but at one point or another, I didn't. I, f- I also forgot that that was uh, Helen Hunt. Yes. I totally forgot. Like, I realized how how uh, how long it's been since I've actually watched this movie. Mm-hmm. And I know we all put it off, right, For because we knew this oh, yeah. was coming. Mm-hmm. But I waited forever, and it was too long. I was like, oh, I guess that's a thing. <laughs> and now we're moving on to Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really, like, explain it either. No. They're, like, they, they're hoping you're going to gather that this is her. Yeah. There's there's no there's no uh, there's no uh, like twenty five years later yeah. twenty years later <laughs> fifteen years later there's none of that no nope. it's just like okay here we go I do enjoy it because you know it, it could just be spoon fed if they could, yeah. they could just like put a caption like they freeze the frame say this is our main character this is our main character <laughs> yeah I know you know <laughs> here and she it, is now yeah and it goes they, to do the do the dissolve of like her face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting older it's like. <laughs> they uh they go to the uh, NSSL uh like cut to that and they're like if these if these cells keep building like this there could be a record outbreak of tornadoes fucking excellent our movie's called Twister we're, we're fucking Thank off God. and running we've already seen one kill one kill people and now we know there's going to be the worst amount in the history <laughs> yeah. so why didn't we're they good. call it why don't why didn't they call it Twisters. <laughs> No, I think they, I truly believe we that, save room for the sequel. Okay, oh, right, right, right. Like Alien and Aliens. Yeah, aliens, yeah. <laughs> I truly believe, though. I truly believe that they are subconsciously implying that this is like the same tornado entity. Okay, and that is chasing Joe and trying to kill her, like Final Destination. I, I, I get that vibe too. Right, like, <laughs> like this tornado is like the one for, that tried to kill her when she was young and is now coming back for her. Yes, is it because it keeps moving? It's like, oh no, it's coming after us. Yeah. <laughs> skull, skull. <laughs> uh, and I, I love this. If I remember correctly, uh, like they're doing this, and uh, <laughs> they're in the, the what is it? What'd you say it was? The NSL or like, NSSL? NSSL, and. The lady who's there is the most unimpressed person <laughs> in this. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm I'm taking a lunch break. I'm getting a sandwich. I'm. She you just can't doesn't skip care. Lunch, Carol. Yeah, you Carol, can't. we have a lot of work to do. This is she, a, this is a major outbreak of tornado. Every time you see her, she's eating. <laughs> she's like got like a bowl of soup, like French onion, just like. 
Oh God! Oh my God! Oh nope, smudge. Sorry. <laughs> I got some mayonnaise on this one. <laughs> there does seem to be a difference if in the world. Like I've got a really good friend here in town that is uh, is a meteorologist, and he oh, yeah. falls more on the side of like the wants to be in the lab and wants to analyze everything. But then there seems to be that other version of meteorologists that are the crazy ones that are like out and chasing it. And I've, I remember this being a thing. This has been a thing for a while. Do you remember Reed Timmer? Mm -hmm. Like they, he had like the, the, he made this machine that this giant car that was way down that would move in. It would hit the ground. And I used to watch that show all the time. And that crazy psychopathic, like guy that's like, we got to get the tornado. Like that is very well captured in this movie. I feel Mm. it. Yeah. I, I totally agree. It is like, uh, any like extreme sport. Someone like like, even airborne, like that, you got to be crazy to do some of this shit, you know? And it's just like that. It's must be like the, the thrill of it as well, where it's just, it's, it's dangerous and it's, it is unstoppable, you know? And I, I, Speaking on on that too, where it's it, I do get that vibe a lot. I agree with you, but it is also they do capture it very well. That and I, as cliche as it could be uh, to say, but like these things are unstoppable. Like you, there is no stopping this, and yeah. it's it is a very scary kind of thing to mm-hmm. uh, realize. Um, but like it, it, like as much like even what Kathleen Kennedy says, like as much as you try and control it, it's not. It doesn't care about you. You know, yeah, and it is like a monster in that in that aspect where it's just, it's just gonna come and do its thing. It's Michael Myers it doesn't man. care how you feel. It's yeah. gonna take whatever it takes, and that's it. Yeah. Would you guys Would you guys ever go into a storm? Would you guys ever do what they're doing? I don't know. I, it's, it's to Mother Nature, man. Like I, I have so much respect for Mother Nature. We just went through a derecho yeah. a couple years ago where it was 140 mile an hour winds for 45 minutes. Yeah. I've never been so scared in my entire life. Yeah. Like I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I have a quiz for you on, okay. on wind speeds in a tornado. But like I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it, man. Yeah. I love I love a good thunderstorm when I'm sleeping so and stuff like that. But man. I'm not going out there. I could watch it from afar for sure. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't want to like try and tempt fate and be up close to it. I would like to see what would happen if I got offered it because I right now, <laughs> right now, I'm thinking like I think I would like to. I think I would like to do that. I would love to have somebody offer that to me though, so I could see what my reaction would yeah. be. Because I, <laughs> I, we'd have to go with pros. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, and I, but I would enjoy that to some degree. That that risk kind of like that piques yeah. my interest for sure. Pish. Uh, and like when he's when he's like walking up and everybody is just like, oh, hey, man, it's good to have you back. How long has he been gone? <laughs> yeah. It's very it's not really discussed. How like, long, a, like a, a month? season, a season. Yeah, maybe. But oh. it, yeah, but you're right. It's, it's like it seems like a month or like yeah. even maybe shorter just because like even even uh, uh, Joe implies it, too. It's like, oh, that was quick. You know, with uh, uh, well, Jamie Gertz. Yeah, I think character. they haven't they haven't gotten th- even through the divorce yet, mm-hmm. and he's already engaged again. So on one hand, you can be like, "Oh, it was quick," but on the other hand, like that just seems like it's a drawn out thing. Like he's already moved on; he's met someone; he spent enough time with that person to get engaged. Mm-hmm. That feels like a season to me. I bet. Here's what I predict: okay. I think he quit in like August of of the year prior. He's like, "That's it, I'm leaving. We're getting divorced, and I hate all of you." And then he left to take his meteorology job in the fall. But this is now the summer. Mm. Like he made it through winter, just yeah. At home being like, I don't care about tornadoes. Yeah, I guess for them it could seem like a short amount of time because yeah. they're just waiting for the next season. Yeah, they're waiting so, for the next season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I do like that. <laughs> so like, if nineties 
like a female character, a somewhat edgy, middle-aged, traumatized female character listening to garbage. Tori Amos. <laughs> Tori Amos. Tori Amos, because I have the soundtrack, remember? <laughs> I love Tori Amos, but that song felt so like pigeonholed into the movie. I don't know. There's something about this soundtrack that also scares me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Equally scary. It's very scary. Let, well, let's talk about Helen Hunt, though, because she, this might be like peak Helen Hunt for me. Yeah. She's like, she's gorgeous in this movie she's like high-powered woman mm -hmm. that knows what she wants i feel like she could have chemistry with anyone i think so i mean like except bill paxton you're not liking it huh <laughs> I don't know if Bill Paxton could have chemistry with anyone. Helen Hunt could have chemistry with anyone. Bill Paxton can't have it with anyone. I can't have it with anyone. So this is 50% it's kind Unstoppable of. force meets an immovable object. It is just, man, oh, man. Like, like, it's to the point that I'm literally like, well, they seem like they're getting along anyways. Why did they break up? It's like, oh, because they just don't have any chemistry. <laughs> it's like, God, they still have that only sex thing yet. they yeah. have in common is storm chasing. It's storm chasing. It's <laughs> like obsessing over tornadoes. That's yeah. all we have. What do they do in the winter? They're like, this fucking sucks. This is, this is lame. <laughs> do you want to eat? Yeah. I don't want to be around you at all. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to eat? <laughs> Your dad's been dead for 27 years. You'll never stop the tornado. Yeah. This is, boy, that that got a little forced. We'll 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 get when we get to that scene. I'll I'll discuss it more. But I just had to say that because that's how I feel about right. this. I love Helen Hunt. I love Bill Paxton. Him speaking with that accent though might be the reason they bro broke up. <laughs> all I can hear, all I can hear, is the way he talks and um, him talking in. I think it's True Lies. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember him from True Lies? Fuck yeah. Oh, he is hilarious in that movie, but I can't hear him any other way or take him seriously right. in this movie, though. Well, yeah, I mean, I I see him in uh, Weird Science. You're like, that's that's how I usually yeah. picture yeah. him. I yeah. I fucking love him. But yeah, well, <laughs> Helen Hunt too. They they were hesitant to cast her, or the, the production company was because she was most mostly a TV star with uh, uh, Mad About You, Mad About You, and uh, Paul Reiser yep. uh, with yeah. her. Uh, so they, they didn't know if she, like she could carry a movie. But uh, Jan Debont was like, "No, that's my girl." Like he, they made him they, see an, an audition other actors and he's like i can't do it like i just it broke my heart because i just had to tell him no because i already made up my mind uh and it's it works great i mean they made she, the right choice like right after this it's funny that jack nicholson kind of makes a cameo in this movie um that she would go on to uh star with him in as good as it gets i think it is uh, yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she won an oscar like, oh. like a couple years after this and so wow. all that paid off i think I was expecting her because like this this has a very similar feel to me like the way Especially her character is, it's funny you said Laura Dern because I just kept thinking Laura Dern from Jurassic Park. Yep, mm. yep, yeah. And I was like, it, it could be interchangeable. I love Helen Hunt though. So yeah, I, just, I, I kept thinking Laura Dern though the whole time I'm watching the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then so what about uh, Jamie Gertz? So she plays the fiance. Mm -hmm. Right. This is her second appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, Lost Boys, obviously. I had no idea it was her. Yeah. Didn't, didn't either until this. Like yeah. that's the same girl. Mm -hmm. uh, interesting fact about her that I read: she is married to one of the richest men in the world. Has been married to him for a long time. They own like a bunch of sports franchises. 
And like, I just never, just never knew that. But really? yeah, Jamie Gertz did, did a few things acting and she hasn't really done much because she's running, <laughs> running sports teams at this point. I guess that's, yeah, that's cool. fine. She's, <laughs> she's beautiful. Uh, and I, I actually think she's really underrated in this. Yeah. I, I think agree. she's very good. Um, like, especially towards, uh, like the scene where she kind of leaves him. I'm like, this is a good performance. Mm-hmm. Like she is, I, I buy every second of it. I mean, she is like this character, but she is also an exposition dump. That's all it is. It's really all it is, but we do need it. And it's a clever way. And, and she does, she does, she makes it a character rather than just an exposition. We're sort dump. of, it's sort of like Donnie and Big Lebowski. Like we all don't know anything about what they're doing either. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of her stumbling upon this team being like, why do you do that? What's that? How come how come we have to go there? You know, yeah. like that's sort of what we are as the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine like like let's let's flip this around for just a moment. Like let's say it's a girl going to get divorce papers signed from a guy mm-hmm. and then you're just that guy who's like going along with this and you're just like no. <laughs> we're no. not gonna do this call him and say fucking Fuck mail it, it or you're gonna hear from my attorney there you go that's all we had to do here and like I, it's the same thing for her it's like what are you doing every single time I saw the tropey bullshit of being like oh my god it's what do they call the damn thing Dorothy Dorothy it's Dorothy and then their hands like graze and touch like <laughs> oh no and it's just like every Later. time I'd be like let's go I'm gonna say Come this. On! I'm gonna say this. He could be a punchable face in this movie, but because oh. because of what he's like, he went. So he went to their camp. Yeah, wherever they are in the, in like peak storm season yes. for her to sign. Like he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. I, no, I think I think this is reverse. I'm blaming this on Helen Hunt's character. I think she purposely didn't sign it to get uh, him yeah. to come yeah. to see that they did Dorothy. Okay. She can't send like a Facebook message because yeah. guys, this is 96. <laughs> right, right. Oh, it's MySpace. <laughs> this is and not even, <laughs> not even like, what? <laughs> So she she's got to get him there. Yeah. To see Dorothy cuz she knows. Oh, You're right. This is going to But he also is to blame though cuz he knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, he knows what's going to happen. By he the knows way, she's going to be wearing a white tank top and he knows what's going to happen. You're dang right. Ugh. Especially when it's going to rain on her later. Yeah, yeah. they're like the the hot and cold temperatures merging together. Oh, he's creating like, spiral. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, she's wearing that tank top again. Oh, it's going to rain. <laughs> oh, come he's on, he's like, we got to stick around for the rest of the day. Come he's on, like, God, <laughs> we got to stay. We got to stay. Here. We got to stay. <laughs> we, uh, we, honey, I know I never told you about this, but I'm going to tell you about tornadoes. Uh, I didn't. Like, I never tell you this, but my ex wife has a fucking amazing rack. Amazing <laughs> and, rack. And uh, this is about to get good. Okay, she, like they all show up. They both show up, and even his even his new fiance is like, wow, she's got a hell of a rack. <laughs> it's just like, and then and then Bill Paxton's just like. Cold <laughs> nipples. God, I miss this. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We also got to talk about one more sponsor today. We got to talk about today's sponsor, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh gives you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and save insane amount of money avoiding delivery services. And count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. So I'm a busy guy. Got a lot on my plate, including one-year-old. There are two reasons why I swear by HelloFresh and why 
why you should too. Number one, saves me time. I don't have to waste an hour of my life driving to the grocery store, wandering around inside like an idiot because I never want to ask someone where an item is. It's like, I'll find it. <laughs> well, you're a man. Why I'm a man. That? I'm not asking for directions. Not only do I save that time because HelloFresh is delivered right to my door, but it also comes with pre-portioned ingredients that helps cut down on prep time, shopping time, and food waste. The step-by-step instructions make cooking a breeze, not a chore. Number two, saves me money. I've told you all before, I went in and added up all the money my wife and I spent on delivery in the last six months. I threw up. I had a heart attack. <laughs> 15 bucks here, 40 bucks oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shit adds up so Del- fast. Oh, delivery fees. Oh. Mm-hmm. Using HelloFresh, I'm saving so much money. And the average savings from HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout. You add oh. that up over a year. My God, that's a ton of money. You guys have had some good experiences with HelloFresh lately, haven't you? Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's, I think it's a good time. I, uh, I not a cook whatsoever, mm-hmm. and this is it, like the directions and everything are pretty like damn precise. And like when it like they have a picture of it, you know, like the final product, Here. and you're like, that'll never look like that if and I do it. Does. And it does. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool and uh, really, really goddamn easy. I I'll tell you that same thing. I'm always busy. Me and Alicia, we're always coming into the kitchen, running in and out of it. <laughs> And to be able to make a meal that quick, and it's good for us too. And it tastes it's a big thing. It's a lot better than getting pizza or oh. something else, man. My fiance and I is uh, can't do chicken the, strips anymore. No, watching the bear. <laughs> so it's like we're we're oh, each like yes. behind. Uh, <laughs> order it in. Yeah. <laughs> Hot <fun>. plate. <laughs> well, you got to go to HelloFresh.com slash Confused Breakfast 50. Use code Confused Breakfast 50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash Confused Breakfast 50. Code Confused Breakfast 50 for 50% off. America's number one meal kit. You'll find out why. Enjoy. Good job, mm. chef. Joe's team rushes off to chase the developing storm, and Bill and Melissa go along for the ride. Along the way, Bill encounters Jonas Miller, a rival storm chaser who stole the Dorothy idea. Enraged, Bill agrees to accompany Joe and the team for one day to successfully launch Dorothy. Uh, As the team pursues a developing rope tornado, Joe's truck runs into a ditch. Joe and Bill hide under a bridge as the tornado passes. Carrie always makes his appearance here, and the the first thing they say is, what's Jonas doing here? Oh, the the storm chaser? Uh, Yeah. I have no idea. This is our storm. This is our storm. Get your own storm. We we got here first. That son of a bitch. He's a night crawler. Which is funny because Bill Paxton is a night crawler. What does that even mean? It's just a piece of shit, I guess. That's what uh, night crawler means? I guess. (laughs) Is that ever? It can check Urban Dictionary. Is that what that means? I I think he says something. He kind of alludes to the fact that like, he doesn't really do anything himself. He basically right. piggybacks off of like like Joe's team, piggybacks off of Joe's team, and then runs all this fancy equipment to make it look like they're high dollar. He's in top it for dollar. the money, not the experience. Not, or not the science. Yeah. <laughs> what a sellout. Listen, this is the fucking <laughs> definition of our show. This is humanize the goons. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Carrie Elway's completely fucking every role he's in, he's just this. Like, he, he just like <laughs> he looks like he walks around farting all the time. <laughs> he does. Like he, yes, yes, the perfect cast member for someone that we're supposed to hate. Yeah. Basically, it's villain number two in this movie yeah. or whatever. But I'm telling you what, 
What is the goal here? The goal is to get data and save lives. I don't care if you're corporate backed or if you're in it for the money or if you yes. truly love storms. It doesn't fucking it matter. Right. Jonas they found a way to monetize this shit. Yeah. Oh my god! Look at if if I'm a company, if I'm a if I'm Pepsi and I'm, and they're both giving me a pitch to be like, you should sponsor us. And I'm looking at Kerry Elway's team. He's got all these nice vehicles, very professional people yeah. that don't talk back, do what they're told. And I'm looking at Bill Paxson's team and this fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. and this <laughs> ragtag group of weird, ugly people that he has in, in Winnebago's. I'd be like, you guys can have my money. You're, you're clearly, you know what? I know you don't love storms, but we're here for a goal. Yeah. Take my money and do it professionally. Like this is humanize the goons to you're a right. T. hundred percent. And by the way, the rest of his team is really enjoyable. Very nice. Nice people. No Very one's nice arguing. Yeah. No one. No one's out of a bitter divorce. No, it seems. No, <laughs> no one. No one shows up in town and Everybody like shows up. They blasting drop music and yeah. being like, "Cool, a tornado cave." <laughs> what up, guys? We're the tornado chasers. <laughs> Shut up. God. It's like we're so watching a movie. Speaking of his team, did you guys see Jake Busey? Yes. I I, I noticed a couple people like there's that guy who's in. Uh, Mulholland Drive in the diner scene. Like I've seen it. He worked with David Lynch a lot. Um, there's a few people. One in the of Tommy, Tommy Boy's uh, yes. dad's assistant. Yes. Uh, yes. Is in the, he's the, like the number that's two probably, or whatever. That's probably why Jonas uh, hired him. He did, yeah. good, he did good at uh, Callahan Auto. At Callahan Auto. Yeah. Well, you got Jake Busey. He was, he's only, you can very, you can actually see him in this scene uh, when he's doing the newscast, the okay. interview. He's back and he's got like a hat on. He kind of looks like Jake Busey from Contact. You know, he's like creepy. Uh, okay. He's like hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of Jake Busey. Uh, but then also, I'm going to actually, I'm going to hit this. Okay. Hit it! If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I mean, Carrie always, yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of these people, very punchable. But for me, it's Sean Whalen. Okay. You know who Sean Whalen uh, is? Which one? He sort of looks like Jake Busey, but he's got an even more kind of fucked up face, okay. like in teeth and stuff <laughs> like that. He's just like. <laughs> if you okay. look him up, you'll be like, "Oh, Sean, that guy. I know exactly." Do you know what I'm talking about? about? Yes. He just I I, like he up. just doesn't seem to have like a role in this. Really, he's just yeah. on the team. He just kind of always walks around going, yeah. <laughs> like if you, if you type him in, you'll know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my punch okay. face. And that is clearly based off of looks, which I know is kind of <laughs> shitty, but but like yeah. If I'm you sorry. if you ever see, um, so Jeremy Jeremy Davies right. is honestly probably like my most punchable. <laughs> I'm with you, but honestly, it's it's mostly because of his IMDb photo. Um, <laughs> if you ever look it up, it's 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 worth it's worth a good punch. Here, you know what? Just just have at it, guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that fedora. He was in Saving Private Ryan he was, too, right? He yeah. was. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was just gonna say, the like, fedora. That's a that's a poor he's, choice. He's playing. <laughs> he's playing like basically the same character. He plays like these like uh, like low weasel yes. people. Like you just oh I'm, I can't do anything. Like, they're, the current, they're always you know. yelling at him like get the fucking camera. Yeah. You know, get the hell in the van. No yeah, wonder like, he wears that fedora. No wonder in real life. <laughs> I know. It's like it's. I think it's very fitting. I'm surprised he doesn't wear one in this movie because he's just that's. <laughs> He is he is the human equivalent of a of a of a poorly fitting fedora. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Retains it. God, Punchable face. He retains. Retained. I I do have to point out a funny part of this. They're they're in the diner, and this is like what I envision every single conversation between two women being being like. Oh yeah. 
is one of them goes, hey, you're going to have to pee at some point, so do it now. And the other one goes, you're still in love with my husband, right? <laughs> like, like that, is, that is literally every conversation I, I've ever envisioned between two women. Just, it's, the, the two guys are outside going, man, that's a great truck. Yeah, dude, I got a pretty good yeah, deal if you go down. Oh, dude. Oh, did you upgrade? Did you lift it? I, an inch. Yeah, yeah, it rose in an inch. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, wow, man. Well, hey, sorry it didn't work out between you and the and the girl. Oh, that's oh, fine, man. Yeah, like, I've like moved on. I you know look, what? We just got to yeah. do it. And inside, do. they're like, make sure you pee. You're still in love with her. <laughs> Done. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Coffee. Well, and before before they get to the the diner, they they pump us up so much. Yeah. Like the music's going, and it's like aerial shots of the 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 cavalcades of vans and shit. And it's like it's like oh, they're, we're going to see a tornado right now. Flat tire. <laughs> oh, oh, and then diner. It's like goddamn. All right, but it does pay off later a little bit. This is this is again where. I get to a point, I'm like, yeah, Bill Paxton probably does deserve a good solid just punch to the chin <laughs> because not only does he not only does he string his f- new fiance along, he makes her drive herself <laughs> in the fucking truck. I have to ride and in the lead truck even, with my ex-wife. I have to I have to ride out front with my my ex-wife. Yeah, I got to make sure that things go well. I need time to fall back in love. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go with my ex-wife, my ex-wife to do what I love with <laughs> that, someone that, that I've never told you about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, wait. Here we go, Sean. This this is the current situation in your life. You have a fiance. Yes. This is you and Katie showing up at a horror movie convention <laughs> and you running into your ex-girlfriend who you dated for 10 years who also loves really scary movies and horror conventions and her being like, hey, come with me and sit in the front row while we watch this movie, and you saying, hey, fiancé, fiancé, go sit in the back. That is the equivalent of <laughs> yeah. this. Who, 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 who's the adult? only connection you had yes. with her was horror movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now you're going to go hang out with her for two hours. And she's she's in black lipstick, but to still a white tank top. With <laughs> you guys got to stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you gotta the stop. sex was great, but the time alone talking yeah. was terrible. A horrible, horrible person, but, but, but horror movies. Horror movies. <laughs> Pert rack. Oh, <laughs> that's real good. Well, and then also, I I find it fucking hilarious that there, it's it's implied that Billy knows what a storm is thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of the shots of him just like li- like picking up dirt and like, going green, greenage. You know, it, it, it's so funny to me. They they don't like really play on that much no. more yeah. in, in the movie, but. I kind of wish they did. <laughs> There's something like, why is it? Is he mutant? Like, does he have mutant powers? Can he like sense the wind? I will get to it. Like, as, as like when this when they start chasing this tornado, but like a lot of the verbiage too that they use, like like the storm chaser verbiage, is so funny to me. Like, oh, looks like we got tw- sisters. Sisters. It's like I don't think that's right. I love it. But also, I have to say too that a lot of the, especially Bill Paxton's uh, dialogue is eighty yard. Like is it really? almost all of it, and it yeah. really bugs me. And I know that that's they they have fucking jet engines what they use for like ah. a lot of like the the wind, so they can't really get that audio in like camera. Okay, so they had to do it, but it seems like they recorded one thing of him saying, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> I think you're right, dude, because you hear it all the time, especially from Bill Pax. <laughs> I think they just had they recorded it and they just had a button where they're just like, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> it's like it's, it's like us. <laughs> Well, damn, yeah. dang it. Yeah, yeah. That. Come on, let's go. That is, that, there was a review. We gotta go. Ooh. 
There was a review that somebody had. It was just like, it was just really short. Just said it was entitled basically worst movie ever. And it's like, it just said two hours of them just saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) I have a note here that said this movie is basically just people yelling cliche lines at each other for two hours. Yeah. Get the yell it. it. No, yell it. Yell the line. (laughs) So you know you mean it. I really, I kind of want just. Like a, a, if you could for a TikTok, a compilation of like, come on, let's go, like get the van, we gotta go. I'm hoping come someone on, else Joe. did that and I can just steal oh, it because that sounds like a lot of work. It does. Oh. They also had that. I I love just these action movies where they just take so many liberties. Yeah, they're uh, the the black teams going on and they're like, oh, look at those skid marks on that road. That means they just totally took that. <laughs> it's like yeah, someone just made those skid marks. Skid. My friend Mason. Uh, did a burnout in his Hellcat once with me three years ago. The the marks are still on the pavement. <laughs> yeah, like you can't tell that someone just made you skid can't. marks. It, skid marks Turn are left. skid marks are universal. I still have some underwear that it's, yeah, that's it's right. Still there. Actually, that's my only complaint about bird dogs is is the liners usually a bright color. Yes. So afterwards, you're like, wow. I I wear my underwear. I'm not trusting <laughs> oh, my butt. No. I, I told Craig I'm not trusting it. I don't trust my butt for that. No trust skid fart, man. Skid marks. Yeah, those don't come out. Uh, and, and if anybody's going to be a pro, a pro about skid marks, it's definitely going to be Carrie Elwes. Oh, 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 those skid marks. You, oh, skid marks. I know Jeremy all about Davies those. Davies is a fedora of actors. Yeah. Carrie Elwes <laughs> might be the skid mark. <laughs> no, I love Carrie Elwes. I did too. It's, I think the problem with Carrie Elwes is he always had this kind of a role in everything. Yeah. yeah. And it was easy to develop a hatred for him. Yeah. His, his, his role is in uh, Hot Shots is the epitome of it, and I love it so. so wait till we get to Days much. of Thunder. Wait till you oh, see him in Days of Thunder. I can't wait. It's the same. It's the same role. Du- is it Dustin or Dusty uh, Pish's character? Dusty. Can we can we devote some time to? I Pish? would love that. I well, starting off jamming some Deep Purple, fucking Storm Chasing. It gets me pumped up, man. Yeah. He is the best. Do we? Okay, I just want to. Br- I just want to have a conversation. Do we? Do we think Philip Seymour Hoffman is good in this movie? He's good in everything. Okay, that's, but that's not an argument. That's not an argument. I, no, we he is he's good in everything. Looking back, because we know how talented that motherfucker was. Rest in peace. But like, if you saw this, like this is his first. This is like his first kind of role that I think anyone maybe saw him in. Like, how did he get another acting job after this? Really, I feel that. Wow. Really? You know, you know, I don't know. I'm like half and half because I love him now that I know who he is. But he's also like. Take away that he's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like he's just kind of a pointless character, right? He's he he gives us exposition. He gives us uh, understanding. He is actually very knowledgeable, but he's very quirky. He's very much like a Jack Black in this movie. He is the comedic. He's, <coughs> he's comedic relief. He is funny, you know. And like and like you do, you have to have that in a movie like this. It's I think that's probably why it's his role is so important. Okay, because he's got to be able to break up some of this, all this seriousness around chasing storms. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have somebody like that who is a little off the hinges. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, but. I know what you're saying, though. Like, I just can't decide if it's good or not. It does, like, also put an exclamation point on your point earlier where, like, they do seem like uh, uh, like adrenaline junkies, you know? And he's and he's, he's like, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Going green, baby. Fuck yeah, you know? He's, he's, like, yeah, he's, he's like, just ready to roll. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Green itch. Green itch. 
<laughs> What's his nickname? What's uh, Paxton's nickname in the the, the extreme? Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so like I don't know. Maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe I just need to do it again. But I just can't decide if I liked it or not. That's fair. So we get our first taste of the tornado. Yeah. Um, the this scene. Like, no music in this. I love that. The sound effects are fucking outstanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you know, we could laugh at the growls of the tornado and everything, but especially the shot where they're going down that gulch uh, and the tornado's in the background and, like, the uh, silo thing whips by the camera. It's, like, to me, in, like, an iconic shot. It just... I don't know. There's something about the way the sound... They use the sound for that tornado, and it does make it sound menacing as well, look menacing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, yeah, all of the uh, effects of them, like, under the bridge are pretty outstanding to me. What do you guys think? I think it's good. I, like, for our first, like, kind of take on the tornado, you see it kind of develop. It's very thin, and you're like, that's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Well... Oh, it's getting closer. Oh, it's getting bigger. Oh, okay. So I I just think my problems with this stuff is everything is flying except for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're except for the, except for their truck too. Yeah. And even their truck it gets like to a yeah. point that things are getting lifted out of the, off the ground. That you're just like, but they're they not. They should have died here, right? They probably. <laughs> well, so I have a note. Where it's like, when, when, all, when that that powerful of winds literally rip them apart, if not like out of under that. Wait bridge. till the quiz later. Okay. Wait till the quiz. Okay. Excited. <laughs> I, I didn't study. I, I no, it's okay. You don't have to. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll tell you the answer. All right. Awesome. But actually, didn't they when when this truck did crash into this little br- bridge there in the little canal or whatever? Yeah. Was all the Gosh. was all the Dorothy Epic. stuff still in the back of their truck? Dorothy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So couldn't this movie have just ended here? Couldn't they have just been like, direct hit? Yeah. It went right over them. It went right over them. (laughs) It could have been movie over. And I also don't understand, like, the idea that, oh, all these things are too light. Wasn't that what you want? Yeah. But also then, like, why do they have to be in the container? Like, even if they fell on the ground, could the tornado just pick them up? Isn't that going to suck them up? Like... I don't. That was my thing. Yeah. Is like, oh, I guess they're everything's too light, uh, or or like the canister is going to go up or something. I don't know. It's just and we gotta get it out of the truck. It's like, okay, well, what? Yeah, you guys like, just aren't good at this. Let's let Carrie Elway's team do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he almost he almost does it later. <laughs> he almost does. By the way, you guys have six people, and four of them aren't doing anything. <laughs> one guy, one guy folds maps for you. Yeah, <laughs> he's a map folder. <laughs> And we Jeremy all know Davies, you're supposed to roll them. Jeremy Davies is still chasing his fedora because it keeps blowing <laughs> off. And then, wait, you guys, wait. Guys, my hat. Get the fuck in the van. Get the fuck in the van. That's okay. I got another one. Uh, I just think uh, it's it's just a little weird to me. And like everybody's, they're the only two going in. Yes. And then they're, they're caught in hepatitis gulch. And you have to say... <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it called? I think that's yeah. what they call it. There's a little green yeah. sign. There's a, there's a, there's a sign <laughs> right there. <that> says, <laughs> yes. Bridge. Oh. Famous filming location of <laughs> yeah. the film twister. It's like O'Neill. Off to your left. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like the bridge, like the bridge getting ripped up and them being underneath and everything is just, yeah. It, it was yeah. okay. I feel like it went on a little long, but maybe okay. that was a point to that. So. Yeah, and then like, the, well. Um, the truck falls in front of uh, Jamie Gertz. What's her goddamn name? Uh, Allison. Uh, uh, Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Uh, falls in front of Melissa and Dusty's like, that was 
awesome. Tru- you just missed the truck. It was exquisite. Like exquisite. he's so good. But also, like she's like, were you in any danger? She's like, ah, it was just a close call. You were in a tornado. You were in. No, it. you were in a tornado. You were. It was. It. You were. You saw. I saw. It, a close call, and he's like, "We're going again." Yeah. And you got to feel bad. Go. Come for on, Melissa. let's go. Melissa, <laughs> lit, lit, like he forgets that Melissa is in this entire fucking movie. Yes. He does. Oh, like, oh, but, oh, you're still here. Oh, good, oh, you're here. Oh, oh, God, is everything uh, okay? Well, yeah, dude, I don't know if you saw us, but it's just ridiculous. It is like <laughs> she, she is just an afterthought. Yep. This whole movie, and I feel terrible I for too. her. I do too. Like just watching this happen, and it's. <laughs> I, I that's all I feel like most of the time. Yep. Anytime there's not a tornado on screen, I just feel bad for Melissa. <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks. And then it's like it's like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's just a, an analogy for Bill Paxton. I because think it is. He's a tornado, <laughs> just destroying everything in his fucking bath. <laughs> and then leaving. He is you know, the him twister. And, him and Helen Hunt are not going to last another no. six months. It's, this is not. It's not going to last. Calling no. it now. Yeah. yeah oh okay. yeah. Not I'm a chance. You. Yeah. Uh, before we hit scene three, uh, we got to consult the Jarrett Layoff actor database. Do you know who the leading person is from this movie in the most movies that we've done? Jimmy Davies in two, at least. There's a lot of twos, but one person has hit three. Jimmy Gertz, two. Yep. Oh, Alan Ruck? Uh, nope. It's not Alan Ruck. Um, is it Scott Thompson? Nope. It is Gregory Sporlider. Oh, Do you know yeah. who that is? No. So he is Captain Fry in The Rock. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Also in True Romance. Yes. And of course, he is one of the Jonas team members. Yeah, in this movie. you're right. I don't know if he has much of a speaking role in this, but yeah. He's also in the movie Clay Pigeons. I know I talked to you a lot about that yeah. with Joaquin Phoenix. Like, that's how I know him. Okay. And so now it's fun realizing him in all these other movies. But yeah. Jared Layoff hooking that up. That is our leader from this movie. Right on. Speaking of three, let's hit scene number three. Boom. With more storms developing, Bill leads the team in his truck, chasing an intensifying F2 tornado in the countryside. Two water spouts form and violently thrash the vehicle before dissipating. Bill and Joe are unscathed, though Melissa is traumatized. The team visits Joe's Aunt Meg in nearby Wakita to eat. The team then scrambles to chase a developing twister. Joe and Bill intercept a violent F3 tornado. We're going up. When the, with the truck damage, Bill admits his feelings for Joe, unaware that Melissa is overhearing their entire conversation through the CB radio. So, like I said, I love the uh, twister storm chaser jargon that that mostly Bill Paxton has in this. But like one of them is, a, it's going to shift. Are you sure? Oh yeah, it's a sidewinder. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know why I find it so funny. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like I have such a hard time taking him serious. It's a sidewinder. He's almost Nick Cage voice in <laughs> yeah, this. It's like on it's like, on the wheel. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely a sidewinder. It's just definitely a sidewinder. <laughs> it's he's so he's so intense. He's like he's just like. <laughs> He's like, what is that? Is that an F2? He's like, oh, it's F3, and I'm six to midnight. Like, he's like, oh, boy. Oh, I'm feeling it, man. He's like, he's like I'm vertical like that, like that cyclone is. He is just rock hard. Oh, he even, loves it. Even more. He's like, Bill, we're in the core. Yeah. <laughs> we're going into the flanking line. Looks like we got sisters. Man, was I, when I was a kid, that, like I thought, like this was like awesome. Like I thought it was like all you went outside saying, and like, talked to your friends. Like yeah, that. So I'm like, oh, that, that's that's going to be a side wonder. I bet you, know? you, just, you just kept you just kept looking at clouds, being like, oh yeah, they're starting to swirl. Sean, Sean's like, no, outside. Not. Sean's outside, just dropping dirt, going, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's we're going green. Yeah, greenish man. It's happening. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I really do 
really truly do like the special effects in this movie and the CGI. I think it okay. I think for the most part it really did hold up. I think so too. Couple couple moments, yeah. But where it really falls apart for me is when they're taking objects and throwing them through the air. Like the cow and mm. the tractors and the boats just flying through the air. Like and yeah. so they're always going really slow, kind mm. of. You're like this just this is all very unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. The the fact that like the, these vehicles are just up in the air, just like and the cows just going help me. <laughs> I want it like to be steak. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, it's like it's, it's like swimming through the air. I don't. I really don't like that. Well, I think that's pretty weird. Speaking on that too, it's like all these heavy things. That cow weighs a shit ton, and still their truck is. Flat on the ground. They're just good. Oh, combine. Combine, it weighs a, ton, a megaton. Yep. Oh, but that Dodge. That Dodge. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing stops a Dodge. That, that thing got a Hemi in it? Bet your ass. You bet it your does. ass. It got three Hemis yeah. in it, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Horsepower? No, this thing's got twister power. Come on, okay. Oh. <laughs> dude, that truck just keeps on going, though, baby. And more and more. Melissa is an afterthought. <laughs> it's just <laughs> just traumatized, man. And then they're like, then they take Melissa to Aunt Meg's house, which this whole okay, this this whole thing is weird. So like, we're going to see Aunt Meg, <laughs> Melissa. Who's Aunt Who's Aunt Meg? Bill. Oh, honey, it's Joe's aunt. She's she's the absolute best. I honestly think my life is gonna suck if I never see her again. Uh, yeah. uh, again, she's my ex wife. Your aunt. family's not cool. No, no, I don't really like. <laughs> I am stoked as fuck to see Meg. And she rules, and uh, I'm gonna miss her. You know, it's just oh. like <laughs> rubbing it in. It's just putting I, salt in the wound. Oh my god, you're gonna love the art that she does. Like <laughs> you're gonna love it so much. We're probably gonna have to get like buy one, take it home, put it in our front yard, so we have a constant reminder of Aunt Meg <laughs> and the life you I want. You had. can afford it, right, honey? I don't have any money right I now. I don't have any money. My new job. That's right. And also, <laughs> we we do keep saying ex-wife. He's technically still married. To yeah. Her. Ah. <laughs> you know? It's like wow, you guys are still married this it's whole like, time. It's you know? also like don't worry. Aunt Meg will totally not try to convince Helen Hunt to like get back together with me. No, because <laughs> she doesn't like me at all. <laughs> what a low blow from Aunt Meg here. Also, what what? Please explain to me. I've never understood why why she sits at the table, Melissa, and they're just putting like normal food, like steak and mashed potatoes on her plate, and she looks like she's never seen oh, it in her yeah. entire life. Yeah. What is this weird stereotype thing going on here? It's just, is she like a vegan? That's never implied, nor does that have to be implied. But yeah. she just like looks like she's never seen food before. It's like you know she's going to a small town. She's a probably city person, you know, uh, like yeah. therapist. Sushi. I'm yeah, exactly. The city. Uh, it, it seems like they're implying that cliche, yeah. which is a cliche, very unnecessary. Yeah. These portions are massive. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, I mean, I agree. Yes, they are massive. Yeah, it's welcome like, to people, the Midwest. <laughs> people around here work for a living. Dang it, <laughs> our town. We were. <laughs> Not in my small town. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that. It's like, the it's movie like, fits really well. I know. It's Don't like, you come to Waukita. <laughs> that's right. Here in Waukita, we work for a living and we eat for a living. I'd like to see a fucking tornado coming to my, my small, small town. Uh, you'll get your wish, Bill. <laughs> you get your wish. Well, I'll tell you what. This is how it goes. So, but do, you, do you feel like this whole scene just kind of wasted... No, time. I, I, I or really do you like that it comes because it's it's nonstop action in it this is. movie. It is it is a cool. I mean, the food looks great. 
does. That, that man. is nice to see. Everybody's getting showers. I like. I like Ma- their. Meg's just pulling out leftovers that are just not leftovers. It's <laughs> yeah. like this is a full freaking meal. It's like just slaughtered a cow. Yeah. Um. I. I, I like the breakup well, of this t- tornado. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The breakup of this is cool. I. Uh. I like hearing the stories that they tell about the extreme. Like, yeah. Chuck that Jack Daniels bottle into the. Come get me, motherfucker. Um. But also, it's like still rubbing salt in. Oh Mal- yeah. Like she's telling all these stories about like how much fun they had you know and uh it but yeah i I do like the breakup of it and um i mean aunt meg's fine yeah well and i think i think the the stories is actually this is actually kind of one of my favorite little scenes okay of is them sitting around the table and sharing those stories yeah um i think it is important for them to for this to kind of like bring Bill back into it or yeah. like he was a part of this and he wasn't just, he's going through a normal day now that he used to go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he wasn't just a part of this. He was a ringleader. You yeah. know, he was at the, he was top tier crazy is what they're saying. Yep. Like he was at the forefront of this. So I do think it's important. And I like the, the whole thing of, of uh, when ev- Melissa eventually is just like listening on the radio. <laughs> <sighs> Like, how does that even happen? Don't you have to? So that that implies that either she's holding down the talk button, right, or that they're just always on and everyone can just hear each other talking over it. Yeah, that is implying two things that both sound like nightmares. Exactly, that does sound like a nightmare. You could always hear the other people in the cars. If I was always hearing what Pish is doing, are you kidding? (laughs) Don't want that, man. You just have a CB radio. It's just like. Sisters, sister, sister twisters, ah, sister twisters. We should Twisted put on sisters. Twisted Sister. Let's do it. Oh, they're in the birdcage. There's another another storm chaser jargon. <laughs> they're in the birdcage. Like what? What yeah. does that mean? I really wanted. I really wanted Pish to get Melissa. It kind of looked like he was going for it. I th- I felt like he was going for it, and he's like, "It's called the suck zone." Really worked on her. <laughs> She's like, "I'm leaving." You, that yeah. was the final straw. I'm done. You like, are the grossest man, it, but somehow irresistible. Like, <laughs> God, I can't. Oh, why do I want you? <laughs> well, then, like he's he's getting the the Dorothy ready uh, for this this one, and I see in the truck goggles like protective eyewear and he just goes out there in his suit you know and well and then like it's funny seeing like the behind the scenes of this too they just had like the camera truck uh uh, in front of them and then they had another truck that was just chucking ice at them and rain you know i mean it does look really good like all practical and camera you know i like that about it a lot i agree yeah they were pretty bad about continuity, though, in a lot of things. Like the one that real normally I don't talk about continuity. That's just it is what it is. But there was one. There's actually two. We'll talk about one later. But there's one in this scene that is just ridiculous. That telephone pole falls on their truck, yes. which incapacitates them. And then the pole is never seen again. Mm, yeah. It was just never a part of the plot ever again from that moment forward. There's another one later where they're like dodging the yep. the combines the combine. and they... the. <coughs> The, the windshield gets hit and it's perfectly fine the next shot. Yeah. They said, uh, so with that one, that was the other one, they said that the collision of that was um, completely not intended. Mm. Okay, so, that makes so sense. So like it, it happened on accident with the stunt driver, but then they're like, well, 
We already filmed the rest of the scenes without a broken window, so we're just so, gonna pretend like I that didn't happen. Let's just get rid of the truck. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't. We're contracted. We have to use the truck. We've got six of these Dodge Rams. <laughs> it's back building. We got a jumper here, dude. He's just gonna keep. I fucking love it. It's, it's great. I just need you to keep doing that. Yeah, keep doing it. No contacts. The cone yeah. of silence. <laughs> Shut up! What? <laughs> You're just making words the up. The cone this one. of silence. I just like I. I want it to be. Oh, the, swir- I, the swirl of destiny. The swirl of destiny. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. We're we're here it comes what what here comes it, what oh it's it's the it's the growl from F two to F three. It changes the growl <laughs> intensity. Changes. Yep. See that that flange. Do you hear that flange? Mm, yeah. Yep. That, oh. That, oh, that buzzy twisters. Oh, 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 <laughs> ah, rotary, rotary, <laughs> oh, rotary. <laughs> oh, this, right. thing's, this thing's about to plaster us with silence. <laughs> it looks like this is a merry-go-round one. Yep. What? <laughs> so it's nice and fun. I don't know. <laughs> Get your children books ready. <laughs> what? What are you saying? This one's going to seahorse on us. <laughs> this, this one's Taylor Swift. <laughs> What? What's a Taylor Swift? I don't know. You don't want to know. I'm just saying shit. <laughs> We're just saying shit. Nobody cares. All right, let's go to scene four. Yeah. So the team overnights in a small town to repair their vehicles while there, Joe signs the divorce papers. The surprise appearance of a nighttime F4 wedge tornado forces the team and many other people into a garage for protection. The tornado obliterates a drive-in theater. Before the team rushes to chase it, Melissa breaks up with the bill. The team arrives in Waukita, which is destroyed. They rescue Aunt Meg. Fuck. Yes, this is the How cool best is scene in the goddamn I movie. I knew he was going to love it. We get Twister. Not only do we get awesome Twister, we get awesome Shining. Yeah. Jack Nicholson and the twins and Danny going down the thing. It's fucking great. And then you see on the sign, too, they they just got done watching Psycho. What a nighttime matinee, night. dude. What yeah. a great night. Yeah, dude. and your horror's not going to end here. No, 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 no. no. Did you hear? It. Did you hear that? The, according to urban legend, a tornado hit a drive-in theater in Stony Creek, Ontario, while Twister was playing. Really? It's an urban legend. In reality, a tornado hit a drive-in theater in Ontario in 1996, damaging a screen. The movie was not playing when the tornado hit, but it was scheduled to play later that night. Oh, uh, let's see. That's that, that's intense. Wow. That would have been cool. I mean, yeah, it's, this is cool. I, lo- I mean, obviously I love this. Like Warner Brothers and Universal uh, are joint uh, producers on this, and so Universal Psycho and Warner Brothers is the shining pretty good Uh, i like when they do a lot of times people will do that put it on a marquee or something i think it's brilliant like especially when this tornado comes and it gets jack's face through the door it's fucking like it's like the tornado does have a face and it's menacing as shit you know it's really fucking cool that is pretty awesome it is an interesting cameo and like it's his face is on the screen like while that screen is getting torn apart Mm -hmm. right and it's like uh it is a very menacing thing. It's very scary. This is, this would be like maybe the worst part of it. You're at a drive-through place. Oh, man, like hoping there's a place to go. Yeah, true. Man, that would be very scary. Yeah, and yeah. the choice they, the place they chose was terrible. It was, a, it was the worst <laughs> place they possibly could. You would have thought they would have known a couple better spots to go to, but that place was terrible. It was like th- it is a cool scene. Like this, all the destruction and shit, and like the whatever flies through the thing, like the trucks flying through it and shit. It does look amazing. And this is also, I remember, I think it's in Universal Studios going when I went there. 
like this was a ride and this it was this oh scene. it was this scene yeah and so it was like you're kind of in this pit in a drive-in and it wasn't like I guess it was just like spectators. Like we were just watching shit. But uh, as you were like waiting in line, Bill Paxton was like describing uh, like the for- like the power of tornadoes and stuff, which he's still, uh, or well, sorry, was. Uh, he was after this movie is what I mean. This he sort was, of became his thing. Yeah, he was still like really into like actual tornadoes and was like kind of advocate of it. And then like with the, the Storm Chasers thing. When he died. Yeah, they they did like a BP. They of, like... Of, G- uh, uh, like map my run kind of thing. Yeah. Like they, they geo mapped like BP in mm-hmm. a, in a field or something Which like that. Which they only do for storm chasers. And like, this is one of the one yeah. exceptions they did for bill passing. That's really such cool. An advocate of it. Yeah. Wow. They, and this is another scene where like they get direct hit by a tornado. Yeah. And they didn't think to literally just push a Dorothy outside and just turn it on. <laughs> Could have done it. <laughs> Wasn't and they're like, we didn't have enough time. So you never have enough time. Yeah. You're chasing tornadoes. Isn't that the point? <laughs> <laughs> like two different times, we could have had a direct hit here. The and been whole, like, we did it. The whole point is so you can have so you can have more time. You're well aware that you don't have a lot of time. The whole point of doing this is to be able to give more people reaction time. Just push it out. There. Just push it out. <laughs> turn it on just turn the thing on oh we don't know if it's gonna hit you never know if it's gonna hit just turn it on just yeah. turn it on what's it got a like a battery that lasts like six minutes like what's wrong and i mean like is is five the only amount that they is it where there's five there's four four is that i mean all they have you know like i think that's it i don't know I, I guess they're saving it because they only have a limited amount but can we also talk about this is um, direct hit. <laughs> saving it for what? Exactly. I don't know. And we know we, it needs to be better. Talk about uh, Carrie Elway's Elway's team. Uh, there's it's it's called like dot, and then it's got like square little <laughs> things in it, and it's you're just totally like different. it's like oh no, this is totally different, dude. It's, it's vanilla ice. <laughs> it's, it's like theirs like, is dun 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 dun. Mine's ours. Mine's is dun 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 dun. Totally different. Dun 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 dun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. 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 <laughs> like, oh no. See, minor, minor little shiny objects, but they're cute. Oh, <laughs> they look slick like our band. Our yeah, vehicles right. are black. Yeah. Our vehicles are. Your black. vehicles suck and will break down every time. Like, <laughs> all I can see now, like, is every single time, like, Carrie always is like driving. He's like in the passenger seat, and he's just like he always just is like looking over, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> he seriously is. <laughs> it's, like, it's just always what he's doing. What are it's they like, doing? Stop looking at us and watch the storm, you asshole. <laughs> he's like he's on Instagram. Yeah, That's he's kind like, of what it seems like. <laughs> he's just he's got. His I got to post a, that photo we took. He's got his camera phone. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you do you feel like this like this whole breakup scene is just so easy and just like eh, we broke up? It was this is it's so it's like I just feel so bad. I, I, Actually, I, I feel good for I feel, I feel really great good for, for Melissa her. At I'm, this point. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I'm 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 shocked she went through this much. I'm you know you gotta you gotta hand it to this girl and then she shuts it down and she's like you know what. This isn't going to work. Yeah. Nobody like, could live with you. No one wants this. <laughs> no one wants this. Like, and you're, you're, you're pretty much just, you're pretty happy about it. What I'm sad for is like the story was basically like, eh, we don't really need Melissa anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know all we need to know. 
We, uh, they, everybody knows everything, right? All right. So Melissa's out. Guys, That's this it. is Melissa's last day on set, everybody. They're like, they're like in the writing room. Should we kill her? Yeah, that we? would have been awesome. Should we kill Melissa? It's like, I don't think people are going to care about her anymore. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. like, they're like, oh no, she died. Oh, there's an F5 popping up. We gotta go. Yeah, exactly. How are you gonna? You're like, it's like we could kill her, but then will people be excited for an F5? We kind of need that. We kind of need people to be excited. Well, let's just let's just make her go home. They just sent her home. Like I said, I think I think she is really good in this scene, and like is is kind of ridiculous. But go you, girl, you know as it yeah. is. I think she really pulls it off, man. Like she, she it could have just been like a kind of a non part. It could have just been like I said an exposition dump. But she, yeah. I really do yeah. think she made a character, and she and she was funny at times too. Like we yeah. talk about that. A- absolutely, I think she, I think she, I think she played the character very well. She was very funny at points. Um, I you just watching her get drug along. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's brutal. <laughs> it's, it is. It's really hard to to watch. So, did you guys get the vibe that Aunt Meg is also involved in like weather and storm chasing, and that she's got she's she's got knowledge of storms? Uh, did not, you get that vibe? Like really. all of her stuff in her yard. Yeah, I mean, I like, guess it seemed like they were weather sensing things. Yeah, because that was a weird thing for me is that you see her. Look at the weather stuff and go. Oh no, so, uh, the tornado is coming. Yeah, and then she just like goes and makes popcorn and goes up to her <laughs> second floor and is like, "I'm going to change." Like she should have gone straight to her basement, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I feel like she she probably has what Bill Paxton has. They have The Shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's for weather. <laughs> yes, but they don't actually use it for anything. No, it's like, like yeah, it's like oh. Hmm. Like she looks out, she looks out pretty ominously, like at those like uh, spinning things. Yep. She's like, "Oh no, uh, I need to shower." <laughs> that's, basically, that's basically what happens. If I, when I get rescued, I need to smell at least a little bit good. Yeah, it's like I don't want to get, <laughs> want to smell like shit. If, if Joe doesn't take him back, I'm gonna. Yeah. That's right. There you mm. go. There you go. That's yes. what I'm saying. And right. Meg gets some of hers. <laughs> That's right. Hey, thank God we got the dog rescued here, That's too. That's the same thank thing. You. Same thing. Thank you know, you. I, if it wasn't going to be rescued, I was going to turn it off and be like, we're not doing yeah. this movie. Actually, think about it. Let's say that the real hero here is Melissa. Because let's say Melissa does the breakup with Bill and like she wants to talk more about this. Yes. They're going to spend an extra 10, 15, 20 minutes there before Bill can leave, mm. which means Aunt Meg and the dog are dead. House collapses on him. Yeah, yeah. So Melissa's the real hero. Here. It's true. Y- yeah, she's like, go. You got to go. go. You, go. You, you've been saying this whole movie. We need to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're not saying it. Look, so I'm gonna go because <laughs> I can't do this. Anymore. I gotta go. I have to go. <laughs> it's like, all right. Well, let's go. It's like, no, I'm going to go. Um, oh. oh, okay. No, and <laughs> and then she leaves. Sorry, she, she leaves, and he and me. He's like, come on. Let's go! <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> like, and, and like, can we can we think about this for a moment about how this would actually play out? About how it, it, like it would have would have played out? She handles this. She handles this breakup uh, very very nicely. She is a therapist or whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's even dealing with her clients, like her her, her patients over the phone. And great cell service, by great, the way. Great, yeah, awesome cell service. In this storm, no, no towers taken out. Those things are like bunkers. Um, and I guess 
<laughs> but like, let's think about this though. That's not how it would go. It's like, well, I'm just gonna go back to the hotel. It's like, oh, okay. Well, are you sure you don't want to come? With no. And I'm, i It's like, let's talk more. <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. That means I'm not fine. <laughs> it's like, exactly well, right. I don't know what you need, and there's a storm coming. <laughs> this is my job. Aunt Meg is gonna die. Oh, Aunt oh, Meg. Oh, right. talk about well, Aunt let's Meg. Let's just talk again. about Aunt Meg more. Aunt Meg's just your goddamn favorite, isn't it? I uh, overheard Aunt Meg talking to Joe about how you didn't hold up your end of the bar. I didn't know that. I wasn't there. I don't. What do you want me to do? Sure, sure. You don't know that. You all else you don't know. You don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. I'm asking you. How, no. I'm, you need to listen. Yeah. I, uh, Did you even get those papers signed? We almost died. Like, yeah, we almost died like 90 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, thank you for being the champion of this movie. You are. Let's, yeah. end, let's end this, boys. Scene five. Bill gets an idea on how to improve Dorothy. After making the changes, the team pursues a massive F5 tornado. After one failed attempt, they continue on. Meanwhile, Jonas ignores the warnings and is killed by the tornado. Bill and Joe successfully deploy Dorothy but have to evade the tornado as it seemingly chases them. After the tornado dissipates, the team celebrates their success and Joe and Bill reconcile. Did anyone else find it weird that all of a sudden now it's daytime and they're still chasing a tornado? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, the tornado just is just it going. It was very sudden. It was just like, oh, yeah, there's a massive finger of God. We just spent five weeks <laughs> making these changes to these things. Sorry. Finger, finger of God. God. Finger there's of a finger God. of God within the finger of God. It's a finger of God. <laughs> it just, yeah, they're, they're like, okay, we got to end this. Yeah. And we get our uh, Pepsi product <laughs> placement, you know, our, it's. It's pretty shameless, but uh, and again, your talk about everything getting thrown thrown around a a full semi truck full of gasoline gets picked up and thrown around, but their truck does not, and they're so close to it, they're, they're like so close to it, and the truck just it slowly moves and it goes here, get off that line. I have a question for Dusty: Where exactly on a tornado is the suck zone? Because yeah. they're never on it. You never get sucked. That's how they they're smart. They know where it is. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's right. Bill Paxton has the has the the tornado shining. shining. He's he's got the state twining. of the southeast. State of the southeast of it. State suck of zones on the north. Yep. Oh yeah, the suck zones up here. Um, and then they say, you know what we could do? We can we can put let's put wings on the balls. <laughs> You're just made, like what are made, you are you made made, out of Pepsi? Yeah, cans. they're they're just they're make what are you doing? They look like they're making like like uh, homemade cr- Christmas ornaments. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like something like a like in a preschool. preschool. Yeah, it looks like a here's pre- your Christmas present, Dad. How's it coming back there? It's like this is obnoxious. <laughs> We're all our hands are all cut. I off. noticed yeah. so many of these, and my hands. Look at my hands. I, that was cool though. I I noticed it on the second watch. I'm like their a lot of their hands are like bloody and bandaged. Really? Yeah. Was, well, there you really go. Cool. It was a cool right. detail. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That, right. that would fuck me up too. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I don't know. I just for for me, I was like, man, that's a it's a lot of work. Are we sure we want to really? And by the way, people are gonna die, but <laughs> let's make sure we get our thing set up. <laughs> let's not try to save lives. No. Like they didn't call this like a missed opportunity at all and just be like hey you know what next time we now we know what we need for next season to have this thing really work yeah there you go it's yeah nope (laughs) nope we we we're gonna do this all within about an hour yes get all those cans we need we got to drink all those cans that's right to get all that aluminum we need and then we're gonna be fine exactly there so here's a little here's a little bit of trivia for you so there it's implied that this is an mile wide 
F5 tornado mm-hmm. and they've been they've deployed it they've been chased by it now they've they've lashed themselves down to these poles that go 30 feet underground and they're they're getting pulled up by it what is the wind speed of an F5 tornado in the Fuji, Fujita scale uh is There's like a minimum and a maximum. Five hundred, maybe. I don't know what what, what it considers. Uh, is it is it uh two two hundred? It's it's two hundred and sixty one miles per hour or higher. Okay. Wow. Uh, that is pure insanity. That is more. That is faster wind speed than the any hurricane that has ever been recorded. That is we we had a derecho in Cedar Rapids that was one hundred and forty miles per hour. Yeah. And like I've never seen anything like that. Double it is what the speed of this F five tornado is. There's no fucking way in hell these guys do not die here. It, like if not from debris, yes. they are torn apart by They're, this wind completely. That's what you were saying. Like they are mangled. Like all their their legs are probably pulled out yes. of their sockets, and their hips are twisted around. Jesus. Like like they are fucked. Oh. And, and it's just it's this is when this movie just becomes ridiculously like it's almost not even the action is just like too much, and the the, the outcome is just like what the f- it's literally <laughs> it's just yeah. it's, it's it becomes a 2012 a San Andreas yeah. it, it it goes too far at this point it's, into the unbelievable yeah it's it's a point like it, it's it's quite literally like incomprehensible like you can't comprehend mm-hmm. what that speed must be like. I don't know. Like, has there maybe you maybe you heard more about this? I don't know if there's anything else about like if that's been recorded ever. Has anything else like like that ever been recorded? Like an F five or like how high or hot they've gotten? There's, oh yeah, there's been like I we had we'll get on our Patreon. We had like a little bit of a tornado scare like a few months ago or whatever, mm. and I just got fascinated and was like looking at YouTube videos and shit. And there's one where. Uh, they were. It was like this small town, and I think it was Oklahoma, um, where it was an F five, and it just decimated the city. And okay. they were they were saying that the winds were were getting up to that speed, and literally, that's I think it's where I heard it. it was like it was ripping people apart. Jeez, like out of their homes and like into the tornado and just obliterated inside of it. Like that's fucking horrifying, man. That is unreal. I can't yeah. imagine it. Well, and the thing about a tornado is that it's it's very it can hit one house and miss another. Like yeah, right. I mean that but but if you are that if you are unlucky to get hit by it, it is just whew. we've seen I mean we we've seen some big storms that have gone through here, you know, in Iowa and yep. whatnot. Uh, but and you see there uh just some of the devastation. I mean, and you're right. It's just it it looks like it looks like a, a giant boulder rolled through and <laughs> yeah, over a bunch does. of stuff. It's that direct, yeah. you know. Where a hurricane, you know, like is just just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles wide of just yeah. destruction. Mm-hmm. But like a tornado is just like, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, five minutes gone. Ugh, it's crazy, yeah. man. It's the, very unlucky. I, I like when they're there. They go into that barn. Well, at this point, they're in Iowa. <laughs> this so that's is a cool. horror movie now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where like there's like sickles and shit hanging, yeah, and like a bunch of a bunch of like uh, cutting instruments, and like I imagine chainsaws, and like who are these people? Farmers. Farmers. Yeah. Yeah, they have that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> like, you would you wouldn't like what you should do is go to that storm cellar, yeah. knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, can we come in for hey, a bit? You mind if we uh, <laughs> jump on in there? Is that fine?" No. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll tell you what is not cool. Even if those people had been nice and let them in, 
this is where this team still sucks at what they do. They're literally rolling up on a farm that has been decimated. This people's entire livelihood is gone, and they're coming out of their cellar, and they're all like, We did it! We did it! They're basically Woo! dancing on their grave. <laughs> they're doing like have some fucking respect. Yeah, the respect. dad just bought that tractor. Yeah. It was gonna save the farm. He's, he's been saving <laughs> money for it, and now he doesn't have a tractor or a farm, and he has no insurance because he's been working his butt off to try to like build yeah. up. Me- his- meanwhile, they're like, "Woo, fuck yeah, dude! Let's you want a bong, bro? Let's go!" Dude. They, just, they just second mortgage the house. <laughs> they it's <laughs> unbelievable. And then, and by the way, they also just saw Jonas get carried away into oh, a yeah, tornado. We talk about that. And it's just like they just saw him, and 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 sure enough, he's just like, he <laughs> <laughs> still got that smug fucking look on his face, it's like the fucking microphones. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Fuck you yeah, guys. Their, their colleague just died. The in dude front just of them. got impaled, like like Final Destination style. <laughs> Who was the nicest guy? What what happened to the businessman? What happened to the rest of the team? Were they just like, uh, do we go home? Or what, <laughs> do we, what do we do? Should we help out the other guys? Well, <laughs> it's like, I yeah. guess we gotta go. I gotta. Am I gonna get paid for this? Job? Yeah, it's like Jonas has a, the money. Do we have another dot? Do, we only made the one, right? I don't know. Jesus, <laughs> I was like another thing. I was thinking too. I was. <laughs> Just for now, my fucking, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> my fucking fucked up brain went when they were in the F five. If Joe's dad's skeleton was just <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm still in the door. Joe, you. you did it. Uh, I was like, oh man, I don't want, let go, honey. I want the that inside so when they saw when they saw the inside. It was just filled. It was like uh, Stranger Things. It was just <laughs> yes. bodies all just floating yes. inside the middle. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Hold on. I'm proud of you. <laughs> He's just repeat like a ghost repeating yeah. his last words. I can't hold it anymore. It's just it's him, Mufasa, Chubbs, just like all these people. <laughs> it's, it's him going instead of early warning system, just get better latches. Get better latches. <laughs> Jonas is also in there. He's like, you <laughs> <laughs> still swinging around. This episode did not disappoint you guys. <laughs> That's it for me. Okay, I, 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 do prop oh, no. okay. I, I don't have a prop. Actually, I do have a prop. You, but you can go first. Yeah, okay. Ooh, here's a prop. I, yeah, I want. I want one of the Dorothys. Okay. I want Dorothy. I want Dorothy three. Dorothy three. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Thank I think you. that was a good one. Um, <laughs> I want their divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of the little dots, uh, balls that go inside of it yeah, to go yeah. with my ball from the rock. Nice. A ball of oh, the nice. green stuff, you know what I mean? And you yeah. put Just it make on a little thing of balls. On yeah. the baseball holder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, one, one more fun fact about this movie. This movie single-handedly ended Van Halen. Oh, my God. Did really? you know that? No. So on the soundtrack, which I had proudly, which was not a very good soundtrack at all, uh, but I had it, and yeah. I was like, I like the good dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that song is called Humans Being. It was the Van Hagar era of, oh of Van Halen. And so they argued about doing this song, and Sammy said, we have to do, we have to write the song for this movie. It's going to be huge. 
The rest of the band said, fine. So they went in the studio, wrote all the music, and Sammy had still not yet come back from Hawaii. He was just in Hawaii for like months. <laughs> He's always So there. like, you forced <laughs> us to do this. You need to come back. <laughs> so he comes back, and they specifically said, do not write any lyrics about tornadoes. Just we're making a movie that they can use in the movie. So all of his lyrics were like about tornadoes, <laughs> like sky turns black. And, <laughs> and so they literally were like, that's it. We're done. Oh, because, my. because of the song they wrote for Twister. <laughs> You know, Sky turns black, wind starts to turn. turn. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take a turn up here. Fingers of God sticking down. <laughs> Looks like it's a sidewinder. <laughs> take it into the suck zone. <laughs> take it into the suck. <laughs> it's the cone of silence. <laughs> We're ending this, you guys. We have dissected Twister with a modern eye. I hope you enjoyed it. We are going to give it a modern day rating. AJ, what do you got, man? I did have some fun watching this movie. I, I do think I think it's a little bit crazy and I think there are parts of this movie that I'm just like, I don't get it. You know? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get your I don't get it. I don't I don't get your thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't get what you're I don't get it. Um it just seems when you create these little and I know that there's people out there that do this, okay? I'm not saying, like, it's weird that people are storm chasers. But when you when you turn it into something that is, uh, like, rock star-ish, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's something about that that frustrates me. And then you have the two teams that are pitted against each other. The people who are in it for the science and the understanding and the heart. And then you have the people, it's like, that are getting interviewed and... We're in it for the money, and Jonas is a nightcrawler. It, it that's where it's, it's that's where I lose. I lose. I can't it. I'm like I can't relate to this, and you can't convince me that this is like some rock stardom <laughs> thing. Reed Timmer definitely was in that. It was rock stardom for her. Fair enough. I had a poster of him. Um. So, anyways, <laughs> that all being said, some of the chemistry didn't work out, but some of the story and and there's a lot of things that are very fun about this movie still. And I think a lot of the effects are great. And I think the sound design is actually pretty wonderful. So there are some redeeming qualities to it. Um, I will give this um, I will give this a 6.1. 6.1. Sean, what about you, man? Yeah, I still find this movie such a, such a blast. Uh, I think the effects hold up uh, well enough for me. I think all the performances are great. I, I do, I do kind of get invested in the, in the love triangle thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's, it's hard for me to not with, when that stuff goes on, I really do think that they're, uh, you know, I, maybe the lack of chemistry, I do buy <laughs> into the, the drama of it, you know, um, like, I, like, you know, there's, it's kind of nonstop, this movie is, and it's it's funny how it builds from like a F one to F five. It's it like the structure of yeah. the Vegeta scale. Yeah, um, I, I think it's I think it's cool, and I, I just have an analogy of this movie is an environmental monster movie starring Mother Nature. Yeah, and I I find like I love monster. It's mm-hmm. it's Godzilla, you know, and it was funny because Yann Debont quit Godzilla to come do this movie. Um, I think it's I think it's, it's just such a fun movie. It's it's a uh, it's a movie that is not the greatest. Um, but it's it's it does its thing and and I it's enter, it's entertaining, but it's also really fun to make fun of, and I think that I think those things kind of uh, are are perfectly aligned with each other, and it makes me uh, gonna give this a I'm gonna say seven point three. Damn, Sean, I love it. Uh, I'm a little lower than both you guys. I mean, like I I don't know, I don't know what it is. I mean, I something about like 
older action movies lately have just been making me go, <laughs> like I'm always just checking the clock, being like, are we in there? Yeah. I was too, but like, no, I'm not saying it's 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 bad or doesn't have a place. It's just like like watching Waterworld. It's just like, <laughs> you know. But I, but I do think I I do like this better than Waterworld. But I am having trouble getting higher than some other movies that we've done that are action. I love the CGI, the effects, but stories just like the story overall is just kind of boring mm. sometimes and very unbelievable. And okay, fine, but but there there's such a place for the, like I'll watch. Day after tomorrow and yeah. 2012 and San Andreas, like it, it's something I'm just not going to pay attention to. San it's Andreas, on, one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, I know. According to you, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the game, <laughs> GTA. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 5.35. Executive producer Starling says, as many times as I watched this movie, I never realized that until this sitting that Helen Hunt's Joe is a PhD. I never got the impression she was an actual scientist. Her character is a bit emotional and unkempt. She always seemed more avenging my father than mm. academic. Does she actually say anything, anything scientific in this entire movie? I always watch this as a group of recreational storm chasers uh, with their boxcar derby looking Dorothy. But for Joe, it was seemingly just more personal. I felt how Bill was embarrassed of his old life in front of his fiance, keeping appearances as the new TV weatherman. And then the minute he sees the old gang, he caves. It doesn't take too long to fall back into the groove of who he used to be. I buy him in both roles. I could see him being the guy in a pickup truck chasing storms as well as an on TV, as well as on TV blandly reciting the weather, despite being a bit hypocritical for calling Carrie Elways a sellout for taking corporate money for research. Mm. Great point. <clears throat> of all of Helen Hunt's co-stars, except for Paul Reiser, I have never bought the chemistry. Okay, so he's going against what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying chemistry all the time. Mm. He's saying, other than Paul Reiser, never buy the chemistry. But I like her and Bill Paxton together. It may be due to the rocky relationship required for the characters, but this relationship seems believable. But when the movie ends, did it need any romance? I don't care if they get. I, I don't care if they get together. I just want Bill back out in the field. That's a good point. True. It's here's very a, true. Here's a few things I genuinely don't get about this movie, though I didn't let them affect my experiences. Dorothy. Why does Dorothy have so many different bells and whistles when she's just a computer for the lightweight metal balls inside? There's nothing those pipes yeah. and lights should do <laughs> yeah. in regard to the data she's collecting. He's flipping so many switches, <laughs> and all, all it takes is just for the top to pop off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> why number two what, what are they actually doing not to overanalyze but how does being the, on the inside of a tornado help you predict future tornadoes <laughs> wouldn't you be better off measuring the atmospheric pressure outside of a tornado before it even starts if I miss this please shame me <laughs> Number three, why does Carrie Elways need Bill to be the human barometer when we when we have actual barometers? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Oh, this is 96. We haven't invented barometers. Oh, yet. the barometers. <laughs> oh, my doesn't God. Have the, it doesn't have the uh, emotional, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't shine with the tornado. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't shine. For the most part, I buy into the tornado-created drama of this movie, other than Carrie Elway's team needing to be the villains. I guess the tornadoes had to kill somebody, so it's best take out someone we didn't like, but stole their design. <laughs> what design? A big tin bucket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the rain when I see the tornadoes. I get excited and nervous about whether we're going to be able to get out of the way. This is despite the fact that when we're, out, when we're looking out the window of the truck, there's no rain, but when we're looking toward the inside of the truck, it's raining cats and dogs. I can buy most things in this movie, but that car looking like it was floating on strings into the ceiling of a drive-in. Whoa. <laughs> the movie is great about giving you 15-20 minute vignettes of action mixed with human interactions in between. You can't be half in 
Uh, you can't be half in and while watching this movie. There's little story. It's all about the ride. And if you aren't paying attention, then then there's no point to turning this on. If you're fully engaged, then you too will have a few goosebumps when the newly added propellers help Dorothy have a successful mission. As you watch the drone-like orbs fly into the sky, delivering the first set of data that fills the screen, I was into it. Having said all that for me, I would give the movie a six. It was fun, and I was glad to watch it again, but I am going to need some time to forget everything they're throwing at us from the sky to enjoy this again. So he gave it a six. That takes us to a 6.19 as a group, which not too bad. Let's see where that falls. 6.1, what did I say? 6.19. 6.19. That is falling in at number 94 of all the movies we've done. Just better than Heavyweights, just lower than Bloodsport. Good. Come on, man. That's it. Those are all movies where they should, they're, there's some things wrong with them. Yeah. But, but you're like, they're also super fun. I yeah. can't believe Heavyweights is uh, is lower than that. I though. know. That's crazy. Um, I mean, one, I'm shocked. One more thing. Uh, at 55.11, I believe it is in the movie, it's exactly where they're going through the cornfield and they're like, where's the road? Where's the road, rabbit? And there's a road right up ahead. And you know what I mean? And then they go into the road and they uh, Jonas and his team are right yep. there. Apparently, there's a naked dude in the cornfield. Uh, did you look it up? I did. It's creepy as shit. It's weird. There's just a guy's head yeah. and shoulders just standing I'm in the corner looking I'm getting goosebumps right out. now. It's fucking creepy. He's in two shots. He's in that one straight ahead. Yep. And then, and then one to- from like looking back at I, it. I, I just There's got no explanation. all over my body. I need to it's see this creepy now. As shit. I didn't it's, see that. It's not like you can't really tell like it's like a full naked man or mm-hmm. anything, but you there's a person standing there just going. It's to- it's like the uh, two men or two men. Three men and a baby. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's creepy as shit. Weird. Really? Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week. Summer of 70s begins. We're hitting Rocky, followed by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fuck yeah, Let's dude. Go, also, baby. if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year, Reservoir Dogs. Come on now. Check it out. Great episode. AJ, take us out, man. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the show. If you're checking it out on YouTube, uh, we really appreciate that. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, make sure you do. Find us on social media at Confused Breakfast. Just search for Confused Breakfast on any social media, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, by all means, guys, leave us a review. Five stars. We always love it. And we, we love them. reading. The TikTokers are, are, are getting mad about some See? stuff right now. So we need those five stars. We need those five stars, guys. And we would love to read your reviews. It always brightens our day. Go to confusedbreakfast.com as well to uh, uh, get some merch, get some of our shirts. Uh, you can get some koozies, you can get some uh, hats, you can get some sunglasses. You can get some yeah, little whatever. shiny balls that collect metal uh, da- storm data you can with get, our logo on You can it. get just a steak and eggs dinner <laughs> right on our website. Go to nice. confusedbreakfast.com as well to see our ratings, see where this fell in our overall show, and see where it fell individually. Thank you, goodbye, I love you. Please support all our sponsors of this episode. We got HelloFresh, we got uh, Caldera Lab, and you directly can sponsor this show by going to patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Get a bunch of perks. Help us out. Uh, we are produced by Upload Media Group in Cedar Rapids. We got Craig on the controls. Learn yep. more. UploadMediaGroup.com. And we are on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Learn at their cloud10.fm. Okay. Good job. <laughs> I need to get that water drink for us. We need yeah, that. I need that bath. I'm hungry, dude. Goodbye, everyone. Food. 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 Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.